It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Three and two. Bart's going to take off. There he goes. The pitch is hit high and deep down the left field line toward the corner. Long is going back. He's at the wall. It is gone. Mauricio Dubon hit a towering home run. It was like it was never going to come down. And when it finally did, it was over the left field wall. A two-run homer that's tied the game. It's 5-5. Five to five. And an air jump high five with the third base coach, Ron Wotis, as Dubon rounds the bases, his second home run of the year. That was an emotional swing of the bat from Mauricio Dubon. As it tied a game, the Giants would go on to win. Emotion is a big part of Dubon's game, also a big part of his life. After making the early decision to leave Honduras and chase his baseball dreams in Sacramento, little did he know in a few years he'd end up back in Northern California on the Giants. We go inside Mauricio Dubon's Giant Moments now. Now, this is Inside Giant Moments, presented by T-Mobile. Our franchise has countless memorable, iconic moments. Join Mark Willard as he connects with our former players who lived these moments to relive the emotions, the stories, and the joy. Next episode of Inside This Giant Moment, presented by T-Mobile. I'm Mark Willard and really excited to have Mauricio Dubon with us today. Mauricio, how are you? Good, good. Getting ready to play here. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I'm excited to talk to you. You know, you, uh, I mean, look at you guys. Here you are contending for, uh, for the playoffs. I wonder how this year uh, and the reality of it sort of matches whatever your, your vision was for it before it started. Uh, it's the same. I, I, I kept saying in spring training, uh, we're a good team and, uh, you know, the veterans been busting their behind and we got young guys that are hungry for, you know, for success. And, you know, everything is clicking right now. We, we just came off a, of a tough series against the, the Padres, but uh, we feel pretty, pretty good about ourselves right now. What about those Padres real quick, by the way, they, they got some serious swagger. Um, what, uh, yeah, what do you see in them? Um, they just, they can play baseball. Like they play good baseball and they, um, they, uh, they don't miss the opportunities. And I mean, they have some young guys over there that are like, they're, they're going to be something special later on. But, um, yeah. like I said, I feel confident in the team we have and we can, you know, you know, we can make something happen with the, with the guys we have. So center fielder Mauricio Dubon, how does that sound to you? I love it. I love it. Every time, every time I get more excited now, every time I go, I used to get excited when I used to go to the field. Now I get even more excited every time I, I get to play center field. It's fun. It's fun. It's just because the amount of work I put out there and, uh, you know, all the, the, the good things are happening when I, when I'm out there. I mean, it's, it's, it's something special. Was there a mental process you had to go through to sort of deal with the fact that, I mean, at least for now, who knows where this is all going, especially with the way the Giants sort of approach things. But 
uh, at least for now, it looks like the Giants are not going to use you very much in the infield, which I'm sure is where you thought you were going to play when you got to the bigs. It's 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 funny because I I um, worked my whole life to be an infielder, and I yeah. worked three months to be a center fielder, and I I never enjoyed so much to play a baseball game when I'm playing center field. Like it's it's so fun going out there, and the way I've been I've been playing and the way I I've, I've been. You know, they've been teaching me. I mean, Antoine, the outfield guy, and, and, and Lisa has been, you know, they've been giving me a lot of trust and going out there and, and doing my way, doing, like, the way I, I want to do it. You know, we for me, mentally, was, you know, I don't want to be a utility guy. I want to be somewhere that goes out there and play every day. And and if I do that, if I go out and play center field, I'm not going to be a utility guy. I'm going to be a center fielder. So i got to start thinking like a center fielder. And it was a lot of videos. It was a lot of mental stuff that, for me, you know, it helped me out a lot um, going out there. I hear a lot of people say to me, hey, you're really smooth out there. Like, you like you look like you know what you're doing. Yes, because I busted my behind, you know, trying to look like that, trying to, you know, look like a center fielder, not like an infield guy go over there, over there and, and, and try to play outfield. So what was that work like? You said you busted your behind for three months. Take, take us inside that, that, that three-month window and what it was like. Oh, at the beginning was when I got to spring training and they planned me the idea of, you know, possibly playing outfield. At the beginning, it was horrible. It was horrible. Like, it was like, I knew I was an athlete, so I defend myself a little bit. But uh, I was thinking of a shortstop, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, no, just go out there and play, and you're a shortstop. Play like you're playing short. And I was, that was the biggest mistake they could have told me because I was trying to play short. And, you know, as an infielder, the first reaction you get to the ball is go forward, go get the ball. And if you do that in outfield, you're screwed. You can't get the balls like that. Right. <laughs> and for me, it was just, you know, just asking a lot of questions, asking people, hey, what's your thought on this? What do you think about this? I mean, I call a lot of people. I mean, I'll, I'll, I call Quentin Berry. Um, he's with the Brewers. and He was my coach. I mean, big a long time uh, MLB career. So that's a guy that for me was, you no, know, he's a great center fielder. Why not pick his brand? I mean, Michael Taylor, Jackie Bradley, all those guys that um, they're elite in their positions. Um, just trying to pick their brains, what they were thinking instead of, you know, me trying to be a center, trying to be a shortstop to play center fielder. I mean, I did everything possible for me. I look on YouTube videos of, you know, per perspective from the outfielder because I couldn't go outside. I couldn't go outside because of the whole pandemic. So I tried to find perspective videos from center field to the home plate. Um, sometimes I even play MLB the show so I can be the center fielder and just trying to get that look. But, um, it was a lot of work I was putting in, you know, just for me to be able to, to have the impact I'm having right now. Uh, what a perfectly 2020 way to learn center field in the middle of a pandemic. MLB the show. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was really crazy. Like the whole thing, and and there were literally there was time that I cleared out the whole space in the and in, in my living room, and and my fiance used to laugh at this because like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get ready. Like you don't have like I'm like I'm trying to find ways. And used to pull games, and I was doing the pre-pitch in there, like I was in center field and try to get the good jumps to where the ball was. And, I mean, stuff like that, just trying to get my mind ready for me to play center fielder. And when summer came, 
I feel like I was ready to go. Even Antoine, like the, the outfield coach, was telling me, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't realize. I, you were horrible when you came. And, <laughs> and, and now, now seeing you now, looking at the work you put in, like, you can be our center fielder. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you. Like, I used to tell him all the time, I got you. Don't worry. I'll find a way to get better. Don't worry. I got you. And now he, he's so excited and everything. Like, like, he gets excited every time I make a good play. I'm like, dude, don't get excited. Get used to it now. Like, right. <laughs> do you now see center field as the future for you? Um, I hope so. I really do. I love center field. I love playing out there. Um, I mean, it, it, it's something that I always had in my mind, something like that. I feel for me, it was always that, that it was out there for me. Like, you know, I used to go to Shaq. And, like, be able to, like, catch ball and everything. And I'm like, man, like, I could – I feel if I work on this, I could be really good at it. And, I mean, with all this going on, I mean, I, I honestly see myself, like, for a long time out there. But, like I said, <clears throat> wherever they want to put me, but I would love to be out there for, for 162 games. So, you, if you never play another day of shortstop in your life, you're okay? I didn't bring my glove for the road trip. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I but, answered that question. If it's an emergency, you need somebody's glove. So, but uh, everything now, like I keep telling people, I'm an outfielder. I'm an outfielder now. Me and Crowd talk all the time about stuff like that. Like, like he's he's a he's a good glover. Like he's a yeah, one of the best defenders I've played with and seen. And he. Um, Every time he goes, his his back is back uh, to the, towards the infield, like going back and trying to catch the ball. And I tell him all the time, you don't have to do that anymore. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. Don't have to go all the all the way over here. That's why when he catches a fly ball near like the infield, he always laughs at him because like, I thought you had it. I got it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, let's let's go back to the journey that brought you to the San Francisco Giants. Take us through the day. Uh, that you found out you were traded from the Brewers to uh, to the Giants, what, and what happened that day? I was just happy hearing rumors that the you no know, the, at the beginning of this of the deadline of the of the trade up here, they were like saying, "Hey, you know, you might get traded." Like I was reading stuff, oh, you might get traded to the Giants. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> to go home. And the deadline came, and I'm like, in my my host parents kept texting me every day. Did it happen? Did it happen? Did it happen? Not yet. Not yet. And it was crazy because we were playing the Rivercats at that time. I was in San Antonio we playing against the Rivercats. I played the first game against the, the Rivercats. And then the next day was the deadline. And when I was, when I was ready to come to the field, um, I just got a call. Hey, congrats. You got, not, not second grade, but hey, uh, just, we traded you to the San Francisco Giants. When he said we traded you to San Francisco Giants, I have no idea what he said after. Like, I was so happy. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. Okay, and, and okay. Then and hang, hang up the phone, and I'm like, what now? Call my parents. And when I told them, like, hey, I got traded. Like, no, he was like, hey, did it happen? I'm like, yeah, I'm a Giants now. And I just heard my mom crying on the all the way, like, <laughs> like or something. And I was happy, and and it was something that, you know, you, you see yourself playing for, you know, you always say as a kid, I want to play here, but when it actually happens, it's, it's something that 
that is pretty pretty unique and pretty special and gives you more motivation. Hey, I'm here now. Like it means more to win now than 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 you know winning for another team. I mean, you're playing for the team that you root for, and you know it means more. Like you makes more sacrifice, means more more and more to you. Like there's times like when the base running blunder happened. Like I it, I was I was upset just because. I was like, damn, man, like, I, like that, that can't happen. Like, it was, for me, it was, I felt like I, I saw myself as a fan and yelling at myself, like, come on, man, you can't, you, you can't do that stuff. We got to pick it up. And then, you know, kind of like, <laughs> able to do that. what I did, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was lifting. But, but for me, it's extra special. You know, I go out there and try to give it all because, you know, as a fan and, you know, as a giant, it, it, it's, it's, it's really unique. You felt like you let everybody down. I felt, that, everybody down. Yeah. I felt I let everybody down. And and I felt like it for me it was like I know how baseball is. At the end of the day it's 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 gonna bite in the butt. But like I said, we we um we have a good team, we have a pretty good guy, so you know, it, it was you know really comforting having the guys telling you it's fine, it's gonna happen. But um like I say, that is never going to happen to me ever again. <laughs> yeah, well, you, I, yeah, you've mentioned a few times, right? Those are the lessons. And actually, it's funny because when you look at the growing pains a young player usually goes through, uh, you mentioned that one. You've had relatively few. I, I mean, I'm looking at your numbers right now. Set, about 70 games or so as a Giant. And, and your career average is, is 277. And you've been right there. Last year, this year, you're about a 280 hitter. And, and you just jumped right in and did it. So, so what helped you avoid, uh, you know, those, uh, those rookie growing pains? Um, it, it's a thing for me that, you know, it's, I always thought of it as baseball. Baseball is the same. It's everywhere. Whenever you go, same baseball playing when I'm in Honduras is the same baseball playing when I'm here in the States. And for me, I'm very receptive of, of stuff that uh, people tell me all the time. And, you know, Thank God we have the veterans we have that has been helping me so much of growing as a player. I mean, I got Craw, I got Longo, I got Bell. I mean, I got Posey. I got all these veteran guys that help me not go down. Because I go down. Like, you see like you see guys, like, I go down and they, I come up and just trying to stay level-headed. But those guys help me so much of, you know, of, of not, not, not sink, not to sink. You know, I go down a little bit and get back up. And you know, having those guys, it's it's been it's been a blessing. I mean, I'm able to learn from one of the best uh, infielders in the game. I let to learn from Longo. I mean, I get to learn from Belt. I mean, it, those guys are are doing what as a young player you want to uh, achieve as a as a major league baseball player. I mean, Longo has 300 plus uh, plus home runs. I mean, it doesn't happen like just by accident. So I, for me, it was always you know the 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 virtue of learning. I want to learn from these guys. And what make them so special? What make them so good? And for me, it was able to, you know, I mean, I'm still learning. I'm still learning the, I mean, I just have 70 games. That's it. But for me, it's just still learning, uh, you know, the level and for me learning, you know, the mindset of, of this guys out here. Okay, quick pause to thank our sponsor, T-Mobile. It's never been more important to stay connected. And T-Mobile has taken steps to support customers along with frontline workers nationwide 
during these uncertain times. They've been amazing. T-Mobile responded to customer needs by increasing network capacity, lifting smartphone data caps, and increasing data allowances for schools and students in the Empower Ed program. They've also committed to donate $2.5 million to over 100 local schools and Boys and Girls Club of America, which provides childcare for our nation's first responders and healthcare workers, meals for families in need, and more. T-Mobile is committed to supporting customers, communities, and thanking frontline workers across the nation. Visit T-Mobile.com for more information. And now back to Inside Giant Moments. You know, it's interesting you talk about the the emotionals, highs and lows, and, and some of the guys you mentioned there, like they're, they're so even keel. You can see it when, when, when they play. Sometimes, though, you know, I, I look at you and I think one of the reasons the fans identify with you so much is that you do show some of that emotion. So and I know that's you. So so how do you how do you stay you? But then and but then not, as you say, kind of kind of crater sometimes. It's more as a mindset. Like for me, like for for me, it's always about a mindset. Like if I do something good, like like I'm like, yeah, I did something good. If I did something bad and I feel bad about myself and move on. And move on. For me, when I do something bad, it's about moving on. I mean, it, it, for me, it's always I love this game so much that what what comes out sometimes I don't even know what comes out. It's just me. Like when I had the triple, uh, I was I was like, yeah, let's go. Like back to back triples, me and Bar. Like let's go. We got a game going on. It's never like predetermined. I'm gonna do this if I hit it out. I'm gonna. It's always like out of emotion. Like like this game is so hard for you not to for you not to feel, you know, good, like for you, like not to like show it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and those, you know, speaking of the emotions also, uh, I wonder if uh, now that you've kind of been here and established for a year, if it is kind of an opportunity for you to reflect it all. Um, and, and what I imagine to be an emotional year for you, you know, uh, sort of looking back on, on your life and that, that quick decision you've shared about leaving Honduras for, for Sacramento years ago that was a decade ago obviously a very good decision with the way it's it's worked out but but do, do you think about that at all and and where where you'd be right now if you if you hadn't made that decision every day that i go play a baseball game i think about it every day that i go out there and i thank god i left <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's something for me that that it, it helps me remind myself where I come from. And if I wouldn't make my, my parents' sacrifices, I wouldn't be here. And that's why I enjoyed this game so much because it, it was so hard for my people. It's so hard for, for, for somebody to get there, to get where I am today from, you know, I'm the first one ever. So it's, it's they never had that. And it's, it's, it's funny because <laughs> When, when you see like my games and you see um, uh, highlights of my games on Twitter, Instagram, you see the comments. Most of the comments are from people back home, and it's crazy because they watch the game. There's literally like people streaming games in TGI Fridays, restaurants, and everything because I'm playing that game, and and it's crazy to think about stuff like that because. You know, I used to go to TGI Fridays and watch some some <laughs> uh, some other game, NLCS, whatever. And now I'm 
you know, they're watching me play. And, you know, some guys baseball field that they watch me play, they watch me grow up, they watch me practice every time I go out there. And, and you know, it's special for them too. Gosh, what a, what a thought. I mean, and, and what a thing that, that so many of your brethren in baseball don't experience. I mean, to have an entire nation basically following you, inspired by what you're doing, can you put that into words? It's, it's crazy. Like, it's really crazy because, like, I see kids now in the Little League, like, wearing number one, wearing pants up, doing big leg kick. Like, uh, it's, it's crazy, like, to see that. And, and for me, I'm, I'm always, like, when I go back home and, like, I practice and I see kids standing on the rail, like, looking at me. I'm like, you can come if you want. Like, I've got no problem. Like, you can practice. Yeah. Like, and they're like, they get surprised. Like, are you? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, I'm practicing. Not like I'm doing <laughs> out of the <laughs> So it, it, it's something that, you know, I want them to see, like, I'm no different than anybody else. It's just, you know, I work really hard to get where I, where I have. And you know, I'm going to keep working really hard to, to get more. And, you know, if I can do it, you guys can do it too. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you've shown that. And by the way, I do want you to know, though, that, uh, you, you inspire kids from, from America as well. Our, our six-year-old has declared you his favorite player. And it's a, good, it's a good thing he's at his little pod school right now or else he would be running in and out of this room going crazy because he wants to get a look at you. <laughs> oh, man, it's good stuff. What, what, are, your, what are your conversations with, uh, with family like now ever since you did make that decision? Um, it's like at the beginning it was hard, but now it's just like, they're used to it now. So they're like, yeah. they're more, they're more like, Hey, how come you sing out that slider on the dirt? I mean, the guy's pumping on me. It's, it's more of, of encouragement than anything. It's more like, Hey, let's go and uh, make it happen. Big week ahead of, uh, or big game tomorrow, you know, make something happen. And when something good happens, they're like, hey, out of boy and everything. Forget about it today. You got a new game tomorrow. It's constantly reminding me of, you know, don't settle. Don't, don't, don't get complacent and keep the feet on the ground. Um, you know, I, um, I, I wonder with such a transition uh, that you've experienced, and, and obviously it's over a long period of time, but, but the most recent one is, is, is certainly becoming a big leaguer and, and then staying one. And so I wonder what, what, what role has the organization and the veterans on it? You mentioned the relationship you have with Crawford, for instance. Uh, what role have they all played in, in helping uh, you transition uh, to, to life as a big leaguer? You know, uh, big leagues people, I mean, we have there's bad guys, of course. There's no doubt. But you have the ability to be there. It's more the mental side of it. The, the more, it's more the, the what are you going to do when you go for four? What are you going to do when you go three for three? Uh, stuff like that. What are you going to do when you messed up in the bases? Like, stuff yeah. like that. Like, so it, it's, more, more, it's more mental than anything else. And, you know, being, being a big leader is being more consistent. Who makes the few errors? Because you're going to make errors. But who, who makes the last error? And thank God this, this guy's been helping me in that, in that way. My belt has been helping me a lot in my play discipline. I mean, I'm a guy that that you got to stay swing the bat. And, you know, he's been helping out with that stuff. And I've been driving the baseball a little bit more. I mean, Crosby, the consistency. I mean, all these guys, the mental approach. All these guys have been helping me in one little detail of my game. And, and it's coming 
you know, coming along and putting everything together. And I mean, I, I, from everybody, literally, I asked everybody something. I mean, I asked Yas, I asked Trump, I asked, like, the, even like the guy, like you said, like, oh, he's not playing every day. I asked him something just because I know they can do something a little bit better than I did. And so I try to, if, if it doesn't work for me, I try to ask, hey, why you did that? Or why are you thinking of that? And I ask them why. So I just want to see what, what they think about it. And maybe I can put in my game right now. But um, I mean, it, like this guy has been keeping me level-headed and grounded and mentally, you know, tough throughout this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, very cool. All right, behind the mask, let's, uh, let's do it. Three questions that are specific to pandemic baseball, if you will. Uh, what's the strangest thing you've experienced through all of this that's, that's going on with the game? I think it was the false positive we had. It was yeah. like the weirdest thing because I was playing catch next to, to Dickie when it happened. And, 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 um, and I heard like you tested positive and I'm like looking around. I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm positive, too, because I'm playing catch with him. <laughs> <laughs> We can laugh now. We can laugh yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, we can laugh now. But uh, at the time, it was everybody was stressed out. I mean, everybody had like a little sort of of, of contact. But um, I mean, we were ready to go, ready to play a game. I had icy hot all over my body. Got it again. For me, it was just that one. That like the the <laughs> the false positive. Everybody had to run off the field and no game, and nobody had an idea what was going on and. And I knew what was going on, and a lot of people were asking what was going on, but I was having, I can't tell you what's going on because right. <laughs> that was that was the difficult thing. Too. Uh, by the way, I've heard a few of you guys say this now. It seemed like his nickname last year was Dick, and now it's Dicky. When when did this get changed? Uh, it's Dicky on TV. It's Dick on on. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're on a podcast, so you can say whatever you want. Just, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, other than baseball, what activity has gotten you through this time? You know, um, because I, I, I play a lot of video games. I play a lot of video games. I play. Uh, I watch a lot of TV. Um, fiance wants me uh, wants me to watch a couple of shows with her. That no, that it's. You know, it's her show, so I just watch it with her. But it's right. fun. Like, it's fun. Like, I have nothing else to do, so just watch TV with her. Um, and then lastly, what part of the new protocol around baseball or just anything that's new this year, uh, what part of that would you like to keep forever? Uh, the 18 to go to the playoffs. Playoff there you go. Playoffs baseball is fun. I wish we can have, like, the 18 that we can, we can have in the in – the, the postseason, I mean, we have a. There's no 18. We don't go to playoffs, so for me, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be coming. All right, you know, you, you've you've been labeled a fan favorite right out of the gate. Again, just I think because of the way you play with the joy. Uh, but this year, there are no fans. So, so how how has that affected you personally? Oh, it's been tough. It's been tough because I I feed off that. Um, yeah, the fan base either it's good or it's bad. Like I feed off that, and not having fans is a little weird and tough because you know you you bottom of the eight you hear like the crowd. Oh, like I gotta be locked in right now because it's a bad bat. So it's it's a little tough. Hopefully next year, um, you know we we came back to normal. But um, you know having fans fans in the in the in the stands, you know, 
increase my game a little bit. Um, sometimes I hear on the cove there when I'm in center, I can hear like some of the fans yelling and stuff. So that's that's pretty good. But um, I mean, I wish we can have fans right now. Yeah. The elevator. Have you had to make Have you had to make adjustments to to anything because uh, of that? Ah, uh, yes, actually a lot. I mean, like sometimes when you get to um to the field, you're stretching. You kind of you know you're getting pumped and like uh, you get in the butt flowing because um because you know the fans are yelling and everything and they hear the roar of the crowd. Right now there's nobody, so you gotta create your own your own vibe and your own your own everything. I mean. A lot of people got <laughs> a lot of everything. I mean, it's 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 something that you got to create on your own. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, um, let's look forward. How how has this year and everything that's taken place uh, changed your vision uh, of your future as a as a giant and as a big leaguer? Um, I didn't know that I was a good center fielder. <laughs> I there didn't you go. know that, and thanks to this, I mean, I ended up finding out and. I don't want to leave that spot. I want to stay there forever. So it's something that, that um, you know, it's been helping me out too with the way I see as a, as a player too. Like, you know, my bats are getting better. And that's something that my pitch, my play discipline was my biggest issue coming up. And now I'll be able to control it. Now I'm able to, you know, to put great at bats. Uh, so it's, it's something that, you know, it's going to go for a long run. And actually I'm really excited for, for what's coming up. Do you, do you look forward also from a team sense? Like there's a lot of talk right now about the Giants farm system. There was Bart at the beginning of the year. He's now here. But a Ramos and a Luciano and a Toribio and a Canario, you, you know all these guys. Do you, do you daydream about that group all, all being together out, out on the big field? I saw these guys in summer camp, and I'm like, Damn, these guys are good. These guys, I, mean, I got – what's his name? Um, uh the shortstop, I, I forget, I keep missing. Lu- Luciano. Luciano, yeah. Luciano, Luciano yes. Luciano hit a ball almost to the glove, and I'm like, this kid is 19 years old, <laughs> hitting a ball to the glove. And, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting, and, and hopefully when they come up, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, take that role of, you know, kind of like tell them how it is. You know, hey, I'm treated it. Don't, don't worry about that. You're fine. Kind of like what they did with me, kind of like what yeah. Pro did with me, kind of what Posey. They with me long ago, about all those guys are doing with me. So, you know, it's a learning experience for me right now. So I can later on, I can, you know, pass it on too. Yeah. Where are you on that learning curve? I mean, I'm sure that uh, as you're still learning, but it, it's different than it was, say, a year ago at this time. Yeah. I don't ask as much questions like I did last year, but I still <laughs> have a couple of questions like, ask, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Like stuff. And, and, um, you know, they're, they're crowd like the ask questions. Like, because I, I sometimes I apologize, dude. I'm sorry asking too many questions, but what, what, right. no, I said, like, dude, it's fine. Like, I like the ask questions because I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to not know anything. So it's, it's something that, 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 um, I take very proud of asking a lot of people, like, you know, questions and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure the veterans, uh, take that very well. Um, Okay, you've mentioned it. You, you talked about the expanded playoffs. What, what, what do you think? How far can this team go? Even here, you never know. 
<laughs> or do you guys talk about it right now, or is it is it taboo? I mean, there's 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 enough games left that this could still go a lot of different ways. No, I mean the the main goal every year is to go to the playoffs, and you know everybody knows it's it's something that you know we're working towards for, and and you know being so close right now, you don't want to you know have any blunders. You want to you know play the best game you you can play, and you know we're just gonna kind of getting ready for you know winning games win games and if we win games we'll, we'll be in yeah yeah do you think about potentially playing the dodgers i mean that it's tracking potentially that way it's never happened before in the history of the of the postseason do, do you imagine what that would be like and, and is that on your guys mind um i mean we we have the scenarios and everything but um like like i say like where we play it, it will be good i mean we like I said, um, the rivalry will be a, a good uh, postseason. But uh, like I said, wherever we play, I feel we are we're capable. We're good enough, you know, to play against anybody. Is there a different vibe when you guys are playing the Dodgers or, or the Padres right now? Just because of you know, we talked earlier about the the vibe that the Padres are are putting out. The Dodgers, the traditional rival, they're really, really good. Uh, they're really good teams. Does it feel different playing them? Um. I mean, I wish I could tell you no, but but yeah, it's different. Like you, yeah. you, you focus more. You're like, okay, we can we, we have to make less errors. We have to make you know few mistakes. I mean, I think we're I think we play the Dodgers the best out of any team. I think when every yeah. time season, and um, and I don't know. It just it's something that you know you don't want to. You know, we're very prideful in the sense that we want to win every game, and you know we don't want to look bad. We want to you know put respect and everything so, so it's it's something that that we go all out every time we play those teams yeah you i mean you mentioned looking at the future within the organization what about the division i mean have you taken a look at what the next five years of the nl west might look like i mean it yeah. might be really powerful it's scary it's gonna be scary yeah. because i i was saying like we're, we're the best division in baseball right now i mean we have three teams hopefully three teams in the playoffs so it's something that the it's scary and, and fun at the same time uh the inside giant moments podcast presented by t-mobile mauricio dubon our guest this has been an absolute blast i knew it would be and uh, and i thank you so much man thank you thank you thanks so much for listening to inside giant moments presented by t-mobile don't forget to give us a rating and a review and share the podcast with your friends and family For more exclusive conversations, subscribe to the Inside Giant Moments podcast presented by T-Mobile now. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 